Hello, and welcome to another edition of Today's Nutrition, where we look at what is new in research, what's hot in the news, or any topic that can affect our health, vitality, and longevity. Longevity. Let's think about it. If you are lucky enough to have longevity, but if you've lost your memory, what good is longevity? If memories are slowly fading away, that is tragic. You know, I joke that my goal is to live to be 100, know I'm there, and glad I'm there. And it doesn't happen by accident anymore. As we get older, the disease that is most feared is dementia, and for good reason. It is on the rise, and there is no meaningful treatment for this dreaded disease that robs us of our memories, our lives, and our ability to live a fulfilling life. I have people that come into the shop or my office and they just want that magic pill to help them recover their sharpness and feel confident in their abilities. And more people all the time. This last year especially has taken its toll on many people the stress, the isolation, even the virus itself has triggered memory problems in people. And if that's you, you're not alone, but I want you to know there's hope. Unfortunately, there is not any one magic pill, but the great news is that according to a lot of research, there is many things that we can do to prevent this through diet and lifestyle even if there's a genetic tendency. Diet and lifestyle is the most powerful medicine. And it's now really clear that Alzheimer's disease and other forms of dementia are strongly related to lifestyle choices, things I'm going to tell you about in a minute. Regardless of what commercials try to impress on you, there is no meaningful drug therapy for Alzheimer's disease or any form of dementia, but there is hope. I love the geneticist phrase, genetics load the gun, but diet and lifestyle, what we call epigenetics, that pulls the trigger. With choices you can make every day, you can dramatically affect how you age. And that is what I'm going to talk about today. The latest research on healthy brain aging. When I was finishing up my doctorate in clinical nutrition, one of my last classes was upper level neurology. We were studying some of the latest research by, by Dr. Dale Bredesen. He's since gone on to write a book, The End of Alzheimer's. He's developed a program, and he provides guidance to doctors and patients all over the globe. Truly a pioneer. His outcome in the research was, there isn't just one cause of Alzheimer's disease. In fact, there are over 36 causes. And if you focus on just one thing, one pill, one problem, you're probably going to miss the mark. It's like trying to fix a bad roof by replacing one shingle. There are potentially at least 36 causes that could be contributing to memory problems. And diet and lifestyle are fundamental, but also hormones. He has a panel of lab tests that cover the whole spectrum of causes. Insulin, inflammation, hormones, toxins, sleep problems, vasculature, and traumatic injury. 
there's so much research, so much hope going on today. And it's not just me. It isn't just obscure doctors who are giving people hope. It is the most respected thought leaders of today. In addition to Bredesen, there's Perlmutter, Dr. David Perlmutter, America's favorite neurologist and one of my favorites. I had him speak to my group of holistic dietitians when I was chair of the group a few years back. His passion is teaching people how to prevent and reverse neurological problems. He's written a lot of books, The Grain Brain, Brainwash, written a lot of books to empower people to take control of their body and their mind. He teaches all about the insulin resistance and the gluten-free diet. You know, a lot of the things you hear me talk about every week. It is fundamental. Okay, another great leader is Dr. Mark Hyman. Dr. Hyman is a practicing family physician. He's a speaker, he's a teacher, and one of the heads of Cleveland Clinic Center for Functional Medicine. 14 times best-selling author and a contributor to CBS This Morning, The Today Show, Good Morning America, The View, CNN, and he's also an advisor and guest co-host to Dr. Oz, okay? He preaches the same story as well. Finally, Dr. Sarah Gottfried, a woman's doctor, best-selling author, and she, like me, had to discover the power of diet and lifestyle personally. In fact, most all of these medical doctors that I sit shoulder to shoulder with at all the conferences and seminars came to functional and integrative medicine out of their own health crisis. Drugs failed to get them where they wanted to go, so they had to look deeper for answers and to discover true wellness. Like we all have to do, if we really want to be well and have a quality of life, you can't just wait until there's a crisis. You should start preventing problems, or at least at the first sign of brain fog or memory lapse, you really need to make some changes to get the brain back on track. I'm going to lightly cover the key points that can vastly decrease your risk of memory loss, even if it is genetic. I think we're given the wrong impression to the public that is, if it's genetic, you're doomed. Because that's simply not true. It is false. You know, even like with cancer, we think it's less than 5-10% genetic. And even then, the genes have to be activated. And with Alzheimer's disease, yes, if you have the APE4, your risk is greater, but not assured. For example, there's a lot of things you do. Choline from the egg yolk goes a long way at reversing this risk, as does exercise and a plant-based Mediterranean diet. A large percentage of people with the double APOE4 variant have no sign of dementia. Genetics may have loaded the gun, but what you do daily pulls the trigger or not. Next week, I'm going to cover the supplements, but... Supplements do not make up for a poor lifestyle. Supplements are there to supplement a good diet and lifestyle or to provide nutrients you can't easily achieve with diet. So you might want to get out a pen and paper and start making your personal plan to be a sharp centenarian. Okay? All right. Key lifestyle areas that we have to pay attention to are the same ones I always talk about. The rules of biology we just cannot continue to break. 
So number one, eating a diet high in vegetables. Now, I mean, some people are calling it a plant-based diet, but when we hear plant-based, I want to make sure you're not thinking a high grain diet. I mean high vegetable diet that's rich in those phytonutrients, those colors that protect us from disease as we get older. So lots of colorful vegetables, good quality fats, fish and flax and olive oil and coconut oil and avocados. You know, the brain is primarily fat and it needs fat to function. And you also need good quality protein. A good diet with lots of vegetable decreases inflammation by preventing and managing diabetes, by building a strong gut microbiome, and so many more things. Okay, so the number one recommendation is to start with a lower carbohydrate diet, less grains, and with an extended overnight fast to enhance memory function. My show a few weeks ago was about intermittent fasting, so you can go back and listen to that if you want to review all the benefits. But the recommendation is to start working up to a 14 to 16 hour daily fast. So basically you can take your last bite of dinner at six o'clock and then maybe not eat again until eight or 10 a.m. the next day. Since sleep takes about eight hours, and it's pretty easy to accomplish that. So you're going to have healthier levels of blood fasting, blood glucose, blood pressure, as well as C-reactive protein, lower triglycerides, and improving stem cells. It reduces excess fat while maintaining muscle mass, trims the waistline of toxic visceral fat in the abdominal area, and it promotes cell renewal. And this allows the body to go into the cleanup, fix-up mode, get rid of all the damaged tissue, and that includes in your brain. This is done through autophagy, where we prune out the damaged old cells and bring in the fresh new replacements. You gain focus and mental clarity, and it greatly can improve your energy. For breakfast, you might want to have coffee with MCT oil, but nothing else with calories. Okay, so this diet recommendation with lots of vegetables, low in grains and sugar will address inflammatory markers like the highly sensitive C-reactive protein, okay? While we're talking about, you know, what to eat and what to remove, I want to make sure that you avoid all foods sprayed with glyphosate, Roundup, mostly GMO foods. Glyphosate Roundup is bad. I want you to buy certified organic foods and it is becoming a lot more available. A lot of them are grown outside the United States, certified organic, because we can't keep up with the demand. But I think this is changing, and we need to encourage this change because we want to stop exposing our farmers to these toxic chemicals. And of course, it's toxic to us. So shop the perimeter. Okay. Um, yeah, because researchers have found that this form of the Mediterranean diet is associated with larger amounts of gray matter and also better hippocampus, which is a part of the brain's memory center. So lots of good things. Number two, we want to exercise. Exercise builds the brain-derived neurotrophic factor, BDNF. We call that miracle Grow fertilizer for the brain. I highly recommend walking briskly 30 minutes daily. If you can multitask while doing that, talking, 
bouncing a ball, listening to music, that pushes the brain synapses just a little bit more. So walk quickly like you're late for a meeting and circulation is and BDNF are both going to be improved. Exercise with weights is also really good three times a week. Include the upper and the lower body. YouTube's got a lot of videos, so enjoy. Okay, number three, toxins. Detoxification is key for brain health. Many toxins are being labeled dementogens, okay? And a lot of these chemicals came from World War II when Germany's chemical warfare was repurposed for our agricultural uses. So I I say go to the Environmental Working Group's website and download the um, apps skin deep or think dirty. You really have to get rid of those toxins. Number four, sleep. Again, I've done a whole show on this. I had to become a real student of sleep. It is so important. If you don't get eight hours of good restorative sleep, you are at increased risk for dementia. Your brain actually detoxifies when you sleep. Studies show that sleep deprivation can increase your risk for dementia by 30%. Number five, stress. Stress hormones contribute to cognitive decline. So avoid adding stress, watching the news, or anything that contributes to stress. The brain is like a computer. When it gets overloaded, it can't process anymore. So you got to delete some files, and then it still just hobbles alone. So we want to incorporate daily stress-reducing activities like deep belly breathing. Okay, number five, brain exercises. The brain continues to grow and expand if you use it. So crossword puzzles, Sudoku puzzles. I love the app Elevate, has several exercises you do daily, but also listening to music. It encourages brain plasticity. We call that neuroplasticity. You know, the lifelong learning is linked to lower risk of dementia. Memorizing things keeps the brain learning and growing. You know, anything that requires you to stretch and grow is going to be helpful. Okay, so those are the six most important things that you should be doing to protect your brain. Good diet, exercise, toxin avoidance, stress management, restorative sleep, and brain exercises. Next week, I'm going to go through the supplements and you can add a lot to a great diet. So much you can do, but we want to make sure we're making the changes. So thanks for listening to another edition of Today's Nutrition. I hope you learned something that will help you or someone you love. As always, you can listen to this show or others on my website, debford.com, or any place you listen to podcasts. Have a great day, and I encourage you to start making those healthy choices today so you can have a sharp and healthy tomorrow.